0: reunited and it feels so good wow that was that was the sweetest <laughs> most optimistic intro you've ever done um it only took the end of the fucking world to really yeah. lighten you up yeah. it really is well is you know a really, really good much, mood in a good ones. mood is because i haven't <laughs>
1: seen another fucking soul so <laughs>
0: Hey, this is the Still Talking Podcast, our reverent distilling industry podcast with Colton, Zeno, Brian. And we're all here at the end of the world, and Zeno could not be happier. <laughs> <laughs> not because like people are
1: sick and hurt, but just because I don't have to talk to those people, even if they're healthy. Um,
0: <laughs> oh, man, it's been wild. Hey, it is it is good to hear your voice. Colton, it's really nice to have you back. We missed you. Yeah, man, it
2: was a, it was a, it was a fun trip. Sorry, it took last, a plague you know, like, to get you back on two hours. Yeah. Hey guys, yeah. I just noticed
0: I... my mic stand was made in China. Do you think it's safe? <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> it is
0: absolutely not, not no. You should no.
2: probably lick it to test it.
0: Uh, I hear you could make some sanitizer. And just yeah. clean that up. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Don't worry, listener. We'll get into that. We have so many things to talk about. <laughs>
2: that's the only news on the news segment. That's all that's happening.
0: No, no. Oh, no, no. Okay. So I'm going to start out. So obviously, this is the first episode we've recorded since national emergencies. The world has shut down. Everyone knows what the fuck is going on. But literally, the world changed as of like Friday the 13th um and it's just been wild these last couple of days
2: i think we should say we normally don't but we should say that today is the 17th of march yes that this is probably won't come out. out for 2 weeks if if the internet's even still around you might hear. This.
0: So I don't think we're not recording this for any kind of distilling listening base. This is for future generations <laughs> when they dig this out of some archaeological site. Like, th- I want to make sure we're leaving a recorded message and they know how goddamn stupid we were. <laughs> this is our black. Yeah, the black box in the airplane. right?
1: Because, I mean, it is kind of fun. It's a crazy fucking time right now. Like well, any way yeah. you
0: slice it.
2: I am supposed to be in Spain right now. Yeah, you were not supposed tickets. to be
0: in the United States of America, Colton. <laughs> I did not think I was going to talk to you for like another 3 months. Like I am delighted, but also what are you doing here? This is fucking crazy.
2: I had a I had a badass trip through cherry country planned for <laughs> we were flying out on Saturday yep. from Austria. We were going to go down to Spain and we had this guy who sells us barrels who was going to take us around to like all these wineries. We were going to go to the Olive Oil Museum. It was going to be great. Literally, last second, he texted me. He's like, hey, man, I don't don't know that you should come down here. I was like, yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) And it hadn't even hit southern Spain yet. But he was like, look, we got like 90 cases that have been tested. We probably should just put a halt on this. They're closing all the schools. And then so we flew out. We, we immediately bought our tickets to come back to the States. And if we had waited like another 12 hours, I think Austria has shut down. Yep. You can't gather in groups of more than five people.
1: Yep. Well, that's what, I mean, New Orleans is pretty much like that. New Orleans is like 20 people. It's really low <laughs> amount of people that, well, so I they've there been a lot of, there are a lot of cases
0: here. Right. Well, and didn't, haven't they had the cops like on bourbon street, like trying to d- break people up and get them out of the bars? Yeah, the other day. Yeah, but not talking. more than 20 cops at a time. <laughs> Loophole. <laughs> no, it's only... it's No, see, it's just
1: 20 cops in one car. Um, yeah. No, so, yeah, Brian, that's right. We talked the other day. Yeah. Yeah, these fucking ass clowns on, on Saturday, they kind of fucked up everything for everyone, to be honest with you. So <laughs> they said, you know, just be smart. Don't gather. Like, maybe don't go out the fucking Bourbon Street. And they canceled the... Um, St. Patrick's Day like parade right because New Orleans we parades for fucking everything and I mean St. Patrick's Day is pretty popular but anyways you know what I'm saying like it's a big thing with floats and all this shit they canceled it and people still congregated at like this one by where I used to live this one bar I used to live like hundreds of people getting together and throwing beads like which is gross when there's
0: licking every stoplight they could
2: I assume (laughs) that's a thing they do so I'm like they did all this shit. Wait, Brian, do you think that's something people touch a lot or stop?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to think of something on a street corner that was metal. Like, I guess a sign. I don't know. I was trying to think of something gross people could like. All right. Don't fucking criticize me right now. Continue with your story. You got climb, climb
1: up there and only click it when it, lick it when
0: it's green. Yeah. Right? There are lots. Um. <laughs> Uh, So
1: at any rate, you know, then the mayor came out and and they were like, what the fuck, you idiots. And those people continued to party on Bourbon Street. And then, yeah, cops were telling them like, hey, you are risking everyone. It's not so much – see, it's like there's a lot of people that are asymptomatic too. So it's not so much you're going to spread it and not even know you're spreading it. And that's what I'm like – that's why I'm adamant. I'm like, well, I'm going to be cautious because – that's the smart thing to do, even if I'm a
0: carrier or I, I'm not a carrier. I don't want to be
1: around people. Yeah.
0: So, well, and that's, yeah, I mean, we're going to be irreverent and dumbasses as normal, but like this, I think we're all in the same boat. This is a very serious thing. Like, I totally, it's incredibly frustrating that conventions got canceled. That honestly, around the nation, bars, restaurants, distillery tasting rooms are closing. Like, people will probably go out of business because of this, because this is a huge deal. And I'll go over kind of what's going on in Washington, too, just as a quick snapshot anecdote. But like, there are, I've been talking to a lot of people that were already canceling their trips to conventions because they weren't necessarily in danger or worried about getting sick but they had tons of family and friends that were in that zone of you know either they were elderly or they had pre-existing conditions you know, it's, I've got a cousin over in Seattle right now. I mean, I think he actually got back to Wenatchee, but he just had a lung transplant. So, you know, <laughs> there are people out there that cannot get this. <laughs> that is like the yeah. most risky. Yeah, no, yeah. he's he's got cystic fibrosis. He's in his forties and he just got a lung transplant and he's the strongest, most badass human I've ever known, but he cannot get this. And he had his lung transplant in Seattle, like in February, so Yeah, it's so that's why, you know, and I think we all realize how big of a deal this is and the people who are still, you know, going out to bars and getting drunk. I I get it. There's a human American element of don't tell me what to do. I get that. I'm actually sympathetic to it. But shit, this isn't about you at this point. You know, I and then this is all of us. It's It's about more of this than this country, too. It's like it's literally
1: everyone. If if anything, this is, you know, hopefully this is a fucking wake up like, hey, maybe not be so fucking self-absorbed. Right,
0: right. Right. Although, and so I'll still, you know, and I'm still sympathetic to the people that there are bar owners and restaurants and tasting rooms, I'm sure, that aren't closing and trying to do the social distancing. And if you are in a state that they're, they have not closed down restaurants and stuff. I don't actually blame them for trying to keep business going. Cause it's not just about them either. You can make the argument. It's about their employees. So they're trying to keep their employees yeah. getting tips. And that's a big deal too. So I know we're coming across a little callous that like, Hey, don't fucking get in big groups. Don't make people sick. Don't kill your grandparents. But we are sympathetic to the fact that, yeah, you got to make money and your employees got to feed, you know, pay their mortgages. So it's
2: a bit of a shit show out there. I mean, there's a there's a ton of, there's a ton of bars and restaurants who are just straight up firing their employees. Yeah. Not, not cause they want to just, you know, cut dead weight, but so their employees can get unemployment. Unemployment. Yeah, yeah. That's fair.
1: Yeah. That's fair. I mean, it's brutal. So we, I mean, obviously here is a bars and restaurants are closed, yeah. um, but there is takeout everywhere. So like, I mean, Alyssa and I, so
2: today I actually ran into the distillery. And I stopped. That's funny. You got outside and ran all the way. Yes. Um, <laughs> my lungs are strong. To licked, licked every stoplight <laughs> on the way. I hear they're fine.
1: <laughs> um, but no, I mean, we went to a restaurant that had like, they had a tent set up outside. You ordered online. You had contact with like one person. Yep. And you got your food. And that was that. And like, But I was supporting. It was more about not the food. Because, you know, I have, I bought flour. And I have yeast, so I can make my (laughs) own bread. Right, like I have plenty of things here. It was more about being supportive of a restaurant that I really like and frequent. So, it's it's brutal. I'm terrified of what the economy is in my city, especially.
2: Yeah.
0: So we should definitely. I mean, and I'm actually kind of behind the scenes listener um i've started making a big list of the people we should start getting on the podcast and interviewing them and talking to them kind of slice life finding out what's going on in different regions because i mean i mean the one benefit is doing a remote podcast we're gonna be able to get a lot of people on who can interview because there's a lot of free time out there right now unfortunately (laughs) but i think it's now's a good time to kind of get the word out so people know what is happening on a national level so hopefully in the coming weeks and months you know because this could last a while we're gonna have some more interviews with people in the industry and see what's going on with them because like and it happens so quick i mean again so washington state kind of i'm very lucky that i'm on the east side of the state so i'm close to idaho so i'm not in the epicenter of like what's going on with seattle
2: that's but the it, first time that's ever been said what's that okay that
0: it's good to be close to idaho I'm very
2: lucky i'm on the <laughs> that i'm on the east side. i'm oh. lucky i'm on the
0: east side oh yeah of the state. oh yeah I, I will harass idaho all the time and i am very happy <laughs> that is the first time i said that but no it's true so fucking potatoes they're delicious, man. Shut up. I love potatoes. Uh, so anyway, Washington state, it's been crazy obviously, but so we had all last week, like we were school is still in session. They were talking about, you know, canceling some things like things were getting a little, you know, they were getting more intense. The governor obviously put out that no, uh, no events over 250 people, which, I mean, obviously that's changed dramatically. I think we're down to like 10 or five on a national level, um, different per states, obviously, recommendations. Uh, but then all of a sudden on Friday the 13th, national emergency, uh, The basically they came out and they canceled all school in Washington state. So all schools. Uh, are closed for six weeks. So we've got the kids home for six weeks. Um, It's, you know, and that's, I mean, it's easy. I mean, it's, it's a pain in the ass obviously, but again, Amanda and I work from home so we can handle it. We're like one of the incredible, you know, lucky families where this is not that big of a deal for us. You know, today was a great day. It was the first day they were home and we made it work. They're doing school and it's great, but there's so many people that still need to work or, you know, they can't get childcare now. It's, it's, it's crazy. So uh, I don't know. It's rough, and then of course, since then, in the in the last few days, all these reports about basically forcibly closing tasting rooms, which is the biggest impact on our industry. So, so much of the revenue comes in from a tasting room. So, yeah, if you're listening and you can, if you're if you can go out and support some of the local distilleries, if you're just a consumer, go out and buy gift cards, buy bottles, help out, and stock up while you can, because it's going to get rough for a lot of people.
1: Yeah. Do you know that, you know, there was an order my distributor put in on Friday and then they emailed me yesterday. They're like, hey, when can we pick this up? I'm like, uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm like, it's ready. But that's the thing though. Ret- retail is going to go berserk. I mean, so we've. Yeah. The more you can stock the stores. So we've
0: already been talking to retail owners. No, no, you're right. I mean, Colton, you're right. Like, retail's going nuts right now. And it, it'll be interesting to see if that has staying power. Once people kind of, because there's kind of a hoarding mentality right now in the United States, once people buy a bunch and they stock up, will they sure. keep going out and returning to the retail markets? Hopefully, yes. I think they probably will. We'll probably have kind of a, I think it'll flatline on the retail side for a little bit and then it'll pick up.
2: If those retail markets sell toilet paper, I think people will come. <laughs> God, seriously. Toilet
0: paper and vodka.
1: That's match it. made in heaven. That's <laughs> all you need. Um, yeah, I mean, I do most of my drinking at home because I'm a fucking adult. <laughs> <Yeah. I> mean, <laughs>
2: come on. Yeah, I drink for him. I prefer- retail market's been going berserk for forever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: there is one grocery store in the New Orleans region that has sold a lot of and court <laughs> eight year, and old granddad bought on bond. Pretty much.
2: So I are- sent my dad out when I got home. I am in a self quarantine. I know it doesn't make a lot of sense to send people. So you sent your elderly father out? Somebody needs to go get the liquor. So And he came back with a bottle of Granddad Bottle and Bond, but a liter bottle, which I did not know they sold. They don't sell them in Tennessee. So I'm pretty excited. Yeah, that's good. So you're saying there's a silver lining. (laughs) There's a silver lining. The last time I sent him out for Old Granddad, he got a 1.75, which they definitely don't make anymore. So where <laughs> he found that, I don't know. <laughs> he might have invested in some stocks.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> you're in Ithaca right now, right, Colton? That's where you yes, are? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I figured flew. you were just going
2: with your parents. Yeah. No, yeah. We we had an emergency flight home. I don't yeah. I don't know if you guys know, I don't have a home. So right. I had nowhere to go. We ta- We talked very long about whether or not we wanted to go to like. Maybe we just wait this out at a beach resort. <laughs> um, but then could have got some good deals. Really I bet food. Or, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you <laughs> could have you could
1: have went on a cruise ship. I hear those are nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should definitely bring on some people in retail, like, uh, and find out what it's what what they're kind of seeing. You know, everything. Yeah. Grocery stores are obviously going to stay open. Pharmacies are going to stay open. Restaurants and bars, though, are. Are done so, and I think they're
0: done for a month. They're it's
2: at least. Yeah, I mean, it'd, it'd be really great if if direct to consumer was allowed.
0: Yeah, it'd be interesting how beneficial that would be. <laughs> DTC. DTC, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this. Is, I mean, w- what's that old saying? Never let a crisis go to waste. I mean, that's horrific, but yeah, this is one of those scenarios where DC t- uh, DTC really could keep some people in business. Like, if they had the ability to go direct to consumer right now and your tasting room is closed, that'd be a whole different world. So, uh, again, it's I don't first time know. I ever
1: heard that saying, by the way. Like really? The old saying, it's the first time I've ever heard <laughs> it. It's, it's a
0: political <laughs> saying. I think it came out of the Bush administration. I think that was a, a classic saying. I think it was like Rumsfeld or something said that.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. you know, like something like with the, uh, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, 9-11. Don't let that go to waste. Yeah, I, I think it
2: was Norquist. <laughs> yeah,
0: oh, was it Norquist? Okay,
2: there you go. With his, uh, yeah with his whiteboards there never forget
1: um,
0: that's why you tune into this podcast yeah. listener for really good half-assed historical commentary yeah. <laughs> okay so yeah, i
1: think it's, no, i can bring up 911 no. on every episode
2: so i have a story to to tell you guys good on our you know emergency on our emergency trip back you know we we flew in a jet in jfk cuz honestly There's no information about which airports are still allowed to fly to from Europe, right? They banned it all. We got in when the UK was still allowed, so those flights were still happening. But so we, we get in the JFK. We go through normal customs line, right? Show them our passport. They're like, all right, where have you been in the past 14 days? We're like, all right, we've been austria Germany, UAE, all of which have cases. So they're all right, go to this other line. This other line, the quarantine line, you have to stand this so they hand you papers that you have to just write, you know, two paragraphs about where the hell you've been. They don't give you pencils, so you have to share pencils with all the other passengers <laughs> in this just... line. Yeah. And then there's if there's a, this giant fan blowing on the entire line. So you're just up or downwind from every other passenger. There. Why are you
1: using a pencil? <laughs> like, yeah, this is, should be something more permanent, like ink. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I like that. That's also, your takeaways. They're, take taking, away, they're Zeno. also they're taking, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're taking people's temperatures with you know like the the laser anally. guns. <laughs> yeah. But anally. still, anally. <laughs> just yeah. yeah,
1: spread those cheeks. I need to shoot this gun in there.
2: Yeah. Pew, pew. Sorry. So God and, uh, and we watched like two or three people in front of us get pulled off to like the, the extra quarantine line. And right? Sean probably tested higher than we did. And then we then the woman who's taking the temperatures gets a phone call, walks away. But it's our turn in line. So we walk up. We hand on our papers. We don't have like a temperature register anywhere on our papers. And they just wave us on through. It was entirely <sighs> too easy. That is, JFK. that is that is <laughs> the
0: scene in like every outbreak movie where some a hole accidentally gets through the quarantine line and infects everyone else. Thanks, Colton. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, this is pretty much
1: Twelve Monkeys. This is what these things. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, you just. It's a great that. film,
0: by the way. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's a really good reason to know that like this is not a government created like virus or crisis because. Everyone is so inept, and the bureaucracy is so bad that uh, you don't really yeah, have to no. worry about them infecting anyone.
2: Like this was not well planned. It's it's a great timing to start a world traveling business. That's sure. I know. I made a, yep. I made a bad
1: joke about that. I was like, hey, you know what? The absolute worst time to do yeah. a traveling business. Yeah. Oh, well, back to the drawing board. Oh. So we were
2: in we were in Italy the day before their first case happened. Then we flew to the uh, UAE, and we were in this little like resort town, and two hotels next to us quarantined. Whoa. We just felt like we were running from the plague constantly. You pretty much were, uh, you know. And then we were going to Spain, and it shut down. And- now well, wait a minute.
0: I'm noticing a pattern. Everywhere where you go, shit happened later, Colton.
2: Thanks, so, yeah. fucking patience
0: zero. <laughs> did you eat a bat? <laughs> stop <laughs> eating bats, dude. Leave the pangolins alone, dude. I can't. I can't stop eating bats. Yeah. <laughs> just oh, did you guys see the penguins that they let out in the zoo? Yeah, uh, yeah. That was actually that was surprisingly heartwarming. Yeah,
1: I'm like I could just watch this all day. I'm okay with this.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah. um, oh, the end of the world ain't so let's, bad. Let's,
1: Let's, yeah, the penguins get to see the other animals. They love it. They're adorable. Um, let's divert from all this coronavirus just for a second. Colton, how did it go with Florian in Austria? It was awesome.
2: Yeah? Like it, was, it was everything I wanted it to be. Nice. It's a very high bar I've set for myself for every other experience. <laughs> um, you know, you fly in and you hear Austrian Alps and you're like, all right, that sounds cool. And then you get there, and he lives literally three hours from any airport because he's in—he's probably thirty miles from any airport. But because it's the mountains, you have to go around the mountains, and it's a two-hour climb, just zigzagging up the mountain, and then an hour climb back down. And it's—you know—his distillery is a four-hundred-year-old farmhouse that they've kind of built a little super fancy German Carl Nook inn. yeah um, But, and then the way they do everything, the reason we were in Italy was we had to drive down there to go get the freshest citrus fruits that you can get at this giant market where we got there at 5.30 in the morning.
0: That's where you ate a bat. That's
2: definitely that's where like I ate that. the bat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's where you get the freshest bats, guys. <laughs> it wasn't for sale. He just picked it out of the, like, the <laughs> <laughs> and ate it. Super. But, yeah. So, Flor- yeah, and the, the best part is like everything that gets lost in translation that you just don't understand. So, Florian keeps telling me about, oh, we got to go to this market to pick up citrus, and I'm like, okay, so this sounds like a, you know, normal American farmers market type deal. And we get there, and there's a security booth outside, which is already strange. <laughs> we're there at five thirty in the morning, and we're worried about it closing down because it closes down at six thirty. And you get there and it's like, it's like four New York city blocks long of nothing but just fruit stands. Yeah. And it's, it's where all of, all of Italy and then half of sort of Southern Europe gets all of their produce. That's awesome. It It does remind
1: me, it reminds me of, you know, maybe it's an Italian thing. Like the, uh, Joe and I, when we used to buy grapes to make wine. Know they would come in on a train, would go to a terminal building. And that's what it was. I'd have to wake up at
2: like that's right, yeah,
1: the ass crack of dawn to go and pick fruit from a giant market, right? That just came <laughs> off of like a shipment, um, which is really neat. Like, yes, yeah, yeah, so that's maybe that's where it came from, right? You know, we're we're at relatively young country still,
2: and it was, the first, it was the first real experience for me to like go up to a lemon. And smell it, and then go to the booth next door and smell it, and really notice how different lemons can be, right? Because normally, how many options of you know various lemons do you have? Not really, right? You can have a different lemon month to month, but you might forget what that first lemon smelled like, right? And just to see, like, oh, that one's actually really fresh. Let's let's grab six hundred kilos of that one. Um, was a yeah. big thing, and that was really exciting until we got back to. The distillery and realized well we have to peel all these lemons super (laughs) precise and without you know getting any pith whatsoever on them and that took two and a half days no the (laughs) pith
1: is the best part (laughs) um that that's awesome that sounds like a a great experience so how much did you so you got you actually produced something then right because then
2: yeah we got our gin done two days before we left Okay. And then we're like, all right, cool. We got two weeks to just hang out and have some fun. I was planning on recording an episode with Florian and his brother, which we'll yep. now have to do over the interwebs. Yeah.
1: Or when uh, this all comes down, we'll, I, I need, we'll go I back. I have yeah.
2: so many uh, points and flights that I had to cancel. <laughs> I have free flights all over Europe for years, I think.
1: That's good, man. That's good. Do you get packaging and label? Like, do you have it? When can I get your product?
2: Oh well, um, you'll get it very soon because everything's getting sent to your distillery. <laughs> oh, when, that's <laughs> convenient. When that opens, okay. surprise.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> wow. Okay, yeah, we're still we're still working on so we're still working on the label, but you know, part of our deal is we want a local artist to put a piece of art on every label. Um, for every product we make right and have it really (laughs) speak to where we are and what it is so we found this like the most famous besides the red bull guy apparently the most famous artist around that area and florian called him i guess florian's mom and and uh this guy are friends so florian kind of explains the deal and you know we were ready to pay a decent amount of money for it and He's like, no, 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 no. I mean, he didn't say, he didn't speak any English, so he didn't say any of this to me. This was translated to me, but he's like, no, 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 I got this. You just, you just come tomorrow. Everything's cool. So wow. we just show up, and he had like 30 different pieces and was like, pick whatever you want. That's awesome. And I was like, well, I was like, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> he's just like, no, this is, you give me a couple of bottle of gems. We're, Jen, we're good. That's incredible. And it was just, uh, and it was it was everything we wanted. Like at first, Dev and I were a little worried because we didn't get to talk to him at all. He was just like, Florian explained our business model and what we were about, and he was like, "All right, I got it. I'm good." Which is a little nerve wracking because we probably have some ideas that you know get lost in translation. Because um, you wanted a bat he on it. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. Me eating a bat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that sounds great so you you did get it finalized
2: then you, you picked a piece of workout we have we have the art we still need sort of that you know we we still need that label template that can be interchangeable and that's the hardest part even to explaining <coughs> even explaining to you know super professional label design guys is like hey we just need a template that we can that that works with so many different styles of art right because the plan is to go well the plan was until the world ended to go all over with all these different you know mexico and south america and russia and poland and you know australia and just you know go everywhere and all these different styles of art and how do you how do you get a template that works with all of those right um so that we're that we're still finalizing
0: right is that a digital print label so that you can keep everything the same and then just inner like change out the art because i know there's technology that like is really versatile with that cool
2: yeah everything's digital because our our artist works and i think he lives in argentina um so he's not sending me prints yeah weekly
0: No no I meant like That's the actual cool. label printing. So when you get the labels printed, can you print like multiple versions at once with like a digital printing system as opposed to like roller stamps? Oh, uh, like you that?
2: know, we cuz we don't have a finalized thing. We haven't we haven't gotten that far, but I would guess we'd have to.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you should look into that cuz those those machines are wildly cool.
2: Yeah, and I mean it's super expensive to get, you know, label plates made and if we're going to yeah. have to change all the time, that sounds
0: Well, you'd have to get a different plate for every single one, I think.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe digital.
0: Cool. Okay. Let me know if you need any contacts
2: for that. I think I'm just going to buy a 3D printer and print the bottom label myself.
0: I think you should. I think that's a great idea. And the booze, actually. Just print the booze. Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Star Trek, here we come, baby. So, you should just
1: print it. Print the labels, print the bottles, and then fill them with hand sanitizer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: is it time to talk uh, about the hand sanitizer now? <laughs> I guess. Oh, it's the it. news segment. It's the news. Yeah, okay, it's, so-
1: the, well, it's just, it's every fucking person ever. Look at this, this distillery,
0: this distillery. I'm like, yes, everyone's been doing it. Everyone's been talking about it. Yeah. Yes. So I think it's worth noting. So I'm sure everyone in the industry has already seen this, or a lot of people are already doing this or getting questions about can you make hand sanitizer? What can you do? Uh, Right now, hand sanitizer is FDA regulated. Um, The FDA has seemed like they are open to letting distilleries do this, not necessarily sell it. So I, you know, I do not have the information to. or uh, definitively say whether anyone could sell this, you know, sell these products. I would not recommend it as of now. Um, If you're giving it away, you're probably okay. I know Discus is actually communicating with some of the government agencies like the FDA to try and get some sort of formal approval for distillers to make and provide this as a, as something free for people maybe once that happens they could even sell it i don't know the details i don't know if you guys have heard anything else on that but i think most of the stories i've heard are people are making it and giving it away to their community we've been on this curve for about
1: two weeks we trialed some things but you know getting things like bulk quantities of glycerin <laughs> um that's not as easy it's a, that takes a little more legwork and then getting it to emulsify properly is you know you can just blend it in the ratio and it'd be fine but again i you know it's kind of what i was talking to my owner about i was like you know hey look um this th- i'm glad you brought up the fda approval i'm like i i have no i don't make this yeah. right i imagine that there's some we definitely can't claim that it kills anything or does anything um we can't make any claims we can give it to people and on my very basic general understanding of science um i know that it is going to kill things <laughs> and be pretty effective
2: um, you should just start putting wild claims on the bottles right, right. i mean Absolutely. i invested
1: a lot of money in learning about science you would think i would know more but not enough to be able to fucking put claims on something right <laughs> um, um but at any rate, yeah. So I'm like, there is a risk involved to it. I'm like, but if we're just donating it, yeah. even giving up on it, we just slowed down and we're like, let's step back and take a look. But there, I mean, there are, I don't know how many articles, how many different states uh, distilleries are doing it. And I am also cautious of, you know, I said it before we started recording. is like, I don't want a virtue single signal either. Be like, hey, look at us. Look what we're doing. Like a publicity right. thing. Sure. Yeah. If people want to talk about it, I just want to do the right thing so people don't fucking die.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, it's funny you mentioned that too, because like we've talked about here, like as a small business owner, should we put out a notice or a statement? It's like at a certain point, everyone knows what's going on. I don't know how many people really care what's going on specifically with our business. I guarantee you, every business that I've ever shared my email with has sent me an update on COVID 19. Like every (laughs) business ever, no matter what industry or topic they're covering. And on the one hand, I appreciate the communication, but also at a certain point, you're right. It kind of gets to the pandering side where, uh, you know, I don't know. Like I don't necessarily need to know like some game store I went to two years ago is still open. Like that's great. Or they're not. I don't know. It's, It's tough. It's really tough right now. Although on a local level, again, communicating with your customers is important. So
1: right i just like to be genuine right like that i i take many strides to just be earnest and when i say something i truly mean i thought it. your name was xena it's not that i don't care yeah <laughs> good one dad jokes good one You really settle into the dad jokes with six weeks of kids
0: i got six weeks of um, kids you son of a bitch i gotta get these out now <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I, I, kind of play that goal because, like, when I hear it so many times, I'm like, get, get the fuck over yourself, right. right? And we all know what, but you know, maybe I'm giving the world we all. I think we too. all know
2: that nobody knows anything. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. That's a really good point.
1: Well, I mean, we were as a country, we're not very prepared. Bill Gates. I saw. I did like some kind of. It was a TED talk or something. I don't know what he did. It was on Reddit. Um, Been doing a lot of um He he said something years ago that this is
2: this is the nightmare scenario. Yeah, this we would not be prepared for this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: And you're right. Like it's right. There's there's many flaws that's brought up in our healthcare system and infrastructure behind it and uh, all kinds of preparedness. And you know, again, I hope people use it as a wake up call. I'm like. You can hate fucking Donald Trump. You can hate anyone you want, but this has nothing to do with politics at this point. Agreed.
2: No, I I think the most concerning part is, you know, my story of going through JFK is just like how stupid everyone is. Right. To blow blow (laughs) fans on possibly sick people is not great.
0: (laughs) And honestly, these are problems that would happen under almost any administration. Like these are just problems
2: we have as a society we've got to deal with. So one of one of the things that we're we're doing, you know, Corsair shut down their front of house, and but they're still going to pay them you know, like what their full salary would be, and, and you know, good on them. That's
0: that's amazing. That's a big that's really hit that they're going to take. Yeah, it is.
2: Um, so I kind of suggest I was like, well, hey, you know, if they're just going to be down, maybe I can be the villain and give them homework assignments. So I've been going through all of our old, you know, like textbooks that i have on pdfs and and things like that and pulling out chapters and you know reading the chapters and writing questions that aren't that aren't particularly hard just questions that show that you might have read the chapter right i'm sure you could you know pdf search through it and find the answers but you know just give them hey at least you know extend their knowledge while they're doing this
1: right Um, that's i mean
2: one of the first ones was the um the russell textbook and just i hadn't read it in a long time and oh, reading Inge even Russell? just chapter 1 yeah, yeah. reading chapter 1 just made me think of like oh yeah like even beck i don't know when was that written 2004 or 8 or something like
1: there's a new edition out actually
2: it's changed yeah. yeah i i must have an old edition but it's changed so much in some of his project predictions from you know where the industry is going to and he's talking about big bourbon for sure her
1: she Gee. She, she, yeah. Ing yeah. Russell is a woman.
2: <laughs>
0: Whoa, well, you back. fucking sexist, Colton. <laughs> wow, you I mean,
1: fucking misogynistic piece of shit.
0: Yeah, but do not cut well, this. Shit. This was a delight. I I I'm glad just... this
2: happened. <laughs> I guess I should just go back to Europe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, wait, was that a dig at Europe? Well done. You're offending everyone today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, I think that's actually a really good idea of, you know, no, I think that's awesome to be able to like, if they can pay people, if you can pay your employees and, but still keep them engaged. I think that's really great. I mean, I think honestly, most of them are going to go a little stir crazy anyway. So I don't think people would mind something like continued education like that.
2: I think most people would love just being paid to learn in general right? We've spent yeah. most of our lives paying to learn. So.
1: I give, I, I pretty, I try and do that even when we are busy. I periodically print out a chapter or something that I want them to understand a concept, but the best part about it, and you know, it's hard now is that when they can apply it I'm like, okay, so what does this mean for us at Porch Jam, right? Like yep. how does this yeah. apply? And that's, that's, that's the best part. But I mean, you're right, Colton. I should be doing that with the guys and telling them, I should, and we gals, should just get on like a
0: conference call. misogynists!
1: I don't, I don't have any girls that work for me. That's not. I, I would love women apply.
0: That's I, that's yeah, a right, direct way
1: to say that in the creepiest way you could.
0: <laughs> women apply,
1: yeah. Uh, it's it just it just it just so happens to be that way. I inherited a lot of these employees, for the record, so. <laughs> Um, well
2: done
1: anyways now that i'm a monster
2: uh <laughs> join the club <laughs>
1: yeah that that's a great that's a great idea i'm glad that you're doing that colton that's and it's probably fun for you too i mean obviously when we do that it reminds me of like oh yeah you're just saying it like oh yeah ing Russell. like we learn something or revisit a thought like oh i haven't thought of that in a while yeah
2: right yeah and right and and to have to read the chapter and you know, write a question about it. It's like, all right, what did I learn from this sentence or paragraph or whatever? Yeah.
0: Well, right. and uh, you know, I'm going to give a call out to listener right now too. If you have any ideas on things the industry can be doing to help its employees, its small businesses, you know, feel free to shoot us ideas. You know, we'll read it out on air and you know, if we can do our very small part to share some information and some thoughts, I think that'd be great not to ever
2: turn this into. Yes, we do have, we do have some social media.
0: We have eight. no, Karen at High Proof Creative can help us do. That's right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we can't do anything, but High Proof Creative can do things. Um, I, I would, you know, I would love if one of the organizations stepped up and did something right
2: now. All right. This would be a perfect time for webinars. So Yeah, you know, ACSA does have a webinar tomorrow, but it's gonna yeah. be a little late for this podcast. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. No, well I and I will say I think
2: it's ACSA's been corona. doing a good
0: job on that. Are they doing one on Corona? That's great.
2: Yeah, it's I think it's tomorrow. So, that, so March eighteenth.
0: So that is the one, so I guess it's worth noting, pretty much everyone should know by now, but ACSA, WSWA, ADI, pretty much any industry event right now, convention has been canceled or postponed. Both ACSA and ADI are postponed. We don't know dates yet. I mean, I think it's
2: it's fair to say that any convention that wasn't planning on having more than 25 people come is still happening. (laughs) (laughs) You should definitely still show up.
1: Yeah, good thing my personal convention is still going on. Yeah,
0: <laughs> ew.
1: It only has twenty three people. <laughs> yeah, the Zeno twenty. It's the Michael Jordan convention.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, I totally lost my
0: train of thought now,
2: but yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I think you know everyone's pushing online education now, so. Oh yeah, that was be my a point. A lot of
0: yeah, ACSA did a great a job where after they can't or they postpone, they've been doing a bunch of free seminars. I think, and I think that's really great.
1: I you, I I'm excited to you know this doesn't I guess it has to do with food too but uh technology is going to be pushed forward from this 100% medical tech or the way we communicate the way we learn I think everything is going to be pushed to its limits and necessity is the
0: mother of invention that old saying right we I think that was Rumsfeld in the Bush administration <laughs>
1: <laughs> i was waiting i was beach balling that up to you guys right i knew
0: go. you were i knew you were <laughs> um
1: yeah i think that you know it, I, i'm excited to see the the economy is gonna
2: fucking
1: nosedive but then it's gonna have a rebirth, right? And I'm excited to see. I hope I live long enough to see it come back and stronger than ever. But you know, this is definitely bringing it's bringing a lot of things to light and bringing things a lot of people closer. I mean, I, we were just making fun of the coronavirus. We're like, oh yeah, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. It's no big deal. And it's not the end of the world. I still don't think it's the end of the world, but it is kind of a big deal.
0: Yeah, agreed. I mean,
1: we're all sitting in our respective homes and technically not supposed to leave so
0: so there's yeah but not because a court order i want that to be very clear probably (laughs) (laughs) well i I bought mine right next to a
1: park (laughs) and like a playground so my house is prime spot (laughs) for me to play outside is what i'm saying yep yeah yeah, that was very clear came out really badly
0: it was yeah. super not good. <laughs> uh, okay. uh, I
1: have been, I've been making Alyssa, Alyssa, and I am like, we're, we need to go for a walk. I'm like, I have <laughs> to go for a walk. Like, I yeah. can't stay inside. Get, hats off to New Orleans Athletic Club, though. They stayed open as long as they possibly could. <laughs> it was pretty amazing. They like separated. They like crossed off like, pieces of equipment so you weren't right next to other people. It was pretty impressive. They were
2: really fighting. Yeah, but tell me about the saunas. Oh, yeah, they were closed real quick. (laughs) Yeah, Those incubation chambers. Yeah, exactly.
0: All right, guys, that's That's all I got. You want to grunt us out, Zeno? Uh,
2: Dry cough, final thoughts. (laughs) I think it's no cough or the government comes for you. <laughs>
0: it's okay. Not even the government listens to this. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, final
1: thoughts, guys. what is, What are you looking forward to do when you have time to yourself, Ryan? Your circumstances are different with ten thousand kids, but like, <laughs> if you have your time to yourself, you're like, oh shit, this is like bonus free time. What are oh, you gonna do? Oh with my it?
2: god. So, like four years ago, I got real excited and planted about twenty grapevines in my dad's backyard. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and totally forgot about them, never took care of them, did nothing. Also, my dad did nothing. So they've been super overrun with weeds. It looks horrible. It's it's just been a mess for about four years. So yesterday we went and ripped out everything. Um and which was very sad because you know it takes about three or four years to grapevines to even get grapes, and then we just ripped them all out. But uh, we're just going to redo it all, replant it, make it somewhat nice. I'll probably fuck it up again, but, you know. Oh,
0: you definitely will. I got but time to do that. That's incredibly sweet uh, right
2: now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's super sweet. Uh, So for me, uh, we, like, our timing couldn't be better. We, on Monday, we... Just sent off the final proof for the spring issue. So, the spring issue of the publication Artisan Spirit will be out in a couple weeks. So, we've kind of got a natural downtime. We're still working on new content and all that stuff because we can do that remotely, thank God. But I am more than excited to finally read. I have not been able to sit down and just read a book. Like, I've been able to get like five or ten minutes here and there, but to actually just sit down and take like an hour or two and just read. Oh, I'm so excited for that. So that's one of the things we've like blocked out in our day with the kids is like just quiet reading time with the family. And that is the best thing in the world. I've got a ton of books I want to catch up
2: on. That's awesome. Brian, since... Since Artisan Spirit is the most topical magazine that there is, <laughs> I'm very yes, excited. on a quarterly basis. <laughs> I'm very excited for the hand sanitizer mag or article that's going to come out.
0: <laughs> it's all hands. It actually uh, comes with a packet of hand sanitizer. It's actually it's turned nice. to
2: artist and, artisan hand sanitizer. It's <laughs> the new magazine.
0: <laughs> hey, we are adaptable. If nothing else, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, it's funny. We laughed about that. Like, thankfully, we don't do a whole lot of crazy topical stuff because we're you know we're doing it quarterly it's very educational all that stuff but there are some things in there like i do feel bad for a lot of the like we do association and guild updates and things like that so anyone who is talking about an event coming up this spring is probably sorely out out of date so make sure you check before you attend any of these
1: well um those are very constructive things guys i'm very proud of you Uh, like uh reading yard work great stuff um i i can jump on both those i know i played like nine hours of god of war today um (laughs) good job well i mean i kind of played it and like i got a few hours in and then i stopped and never went back i was like you know what i know this game is good i just didn't give it a fair shot and now i'm into it so it's a lot of fun
2: um oh yeah i I too have hopped on the playstation train i i am about seven hours into the yakuza six whatever oh, it's, game is. it's fun
1: <laughs> but uh but it, and, and the more constructive side of things uh i too i i planted a lime tree a persian lime tree in my front yard a couple of weeks ago and my blood orange tree that is almost probably three years old now um i planted it a couple months ago and it's really thriving and i've been really catering to that and you know i talked about my lawn on the last episode but uh yeah i'm really enjoying taking care of those things and just working around there but then the, my favorite thing that are things that i need to get done is i have these like german wooden sprocket models that you put together with like toothpicks and has like moving parts and it's like uh, a crane or a truck that my in-laws bought me a long time ago and i just i have a problem with models is that I love putting together things like that, little models, but I can't do part of it. I have to do all of it, and then it will consume me, and I can get nothing else done. (laughs) So this is the point where I'm like, oh, shit, I got all these little tiny models that I can put together, and I can just sit in the dining room for like nine hours and eat an edible um, (laughs) and just love my life. So that's what I'm planning on doing, and I'm looking forward to doing. That is delightfully nerdy. I love that. It's great. I mean, when you see them, they're really cool. I I custom painted, I have this like uh Lego motorcycle with the techniques ones with all the moving parts, but they always come in these cheesy ass like blue and green colors. So I like I matte black painted and spray chromed different sections so it looks like a real motorcycle. Yeah, when I go for something, I go for it. Anywho, that's great. Great stuff. Uh, I'm glad we're all healthy and um, stay healthy and stay the fuck away from people, but especially me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fair enough. All right. I love you dummies. Take care of uh, yourself.
1: All right.